Burlap Podcast. Well, welcome back to the Burlap Podcast. I'm Paul Sheneman, the host, and I'm here with Chris Fomsby. And we're going to talk today about millennials and leadership. Um, Chris, why don't you start us off uh, with some information about millennials and leadership that you found from research? Yeah, well, I first, um, even before I got to the research part of it, I started just, you know, one-on-one basically asking some people in our local faith community, our church, just uh, what were some of the characteristics or traits that you looked for in a leader, and we just so happen to be hiring a, uh, in the process of hiring a young adult director or pastor, and so we just set out to ask a few millennials, hey, what kinds of things would you be looking for in, in a leader, not just a, a leader who's a peer, but a leader in general? And I got some interesting responses back. It wasn't the responses that I was primarily thinking I would get. At first, I was thinking I would get some of the more traditional you know, responses like, what I'm looking for in a leader is someone who has lots of courage or someone who has uh, great speaking skills or is intelligent or forward-thinking and uh, someone who can, you know, be decisive and, and, and uh, you know, just pull people together and vision cast. And those things did come up on the list, but more importantly, uh, they I started hearing things that were, uh, I think, much more, uh, well, at least for me, they were they were new and fresh, things like, uh, integrity and honesty and and things like um, empathy and listening and so I started to think about how might I you know sort get uh, into a rhythm of understanding this a little bit more so we did a little research we asked a hundred different millennials what their top three traits of a leader were and uh, actually the ones I just mentioned to you were the top three integrity empathy and listener and I think what's taking place is that the desire for relationship and authentic uh, just um, connection with people has millennials thinking that leadership looks a little bit different than than some of us in the church world and in the business world may have viewed it before even myself i mean i would have probably said well i'm looking for someone who who is uh, strong and can cast a, a great vision and and can lead decisively and and i think those are still important traits but in the end I think what we're seeing is a shift in, in the kind of leader that millennials are, are looking for. And the bottom three were actually um, smart, charisma, and courage. And it doesn't mean that the millennials who we interviewed don't think that the uh, bottom three are important. It just so happens that they be, are the bottom three. So top three, integrity, empathy, and listening. And then uh, bottom three, smart, charisma, Encourage, and it's just interesting to see how the coin, so to speak, is kind of flipped. I think any good leader that um, you know wants to try to help a community move forward, whether it be a business or whether it be a church world, it has, in some way, these three things uh, maybe somewhere in their depth chart, if you will, in terms of their traits of leadership. But I just found it to be really interesting that the first thing millennials, at least the hundred that we interviewed the first thing they said was integrity empathy and listening so i was presenting this not long ago at a luncheon here in kansas city not just this material but some of our overall burlap material and our training and and uh it was funny to see the interaction among the 
uh, boomers and, and even the older generations as it related to the kinds of leaders that millennials are looking for. And in fact, after uh, my presentation, we took a little break to have some lunch, and uh, one of the business leaders from the community came up to me, and he's talking to me just about how listening is such a, um, you know, an important part, uh, but he just had recently done a 360 review with his staff, and he had found out that his staff doesn't think he's a very good listener. And so as he's talking to me, you know, he's trying to tell me that he is a good listener, and every time I try to interrupt him, he would just talk over me, and then I would try to stop him, and he would talk over me again, just everything from, I can't believe my staff doesn't think I'm a good listener, I'm a great listener, it's one of the things that I've always loved, you know, about myself, and blah, 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 and so finally I just put my uh, my hand on his arm and said, hey man, like, just stop for two seconds. I think that your staff might be right in that um, you you might need to work on your listening skills as I've been trying to talk to you for the last five minutes and you won't even let me get a word in. And so it's just kind of comical to see in this person's, you know, situation, uh, they're thinking that I have this attribute or this trait when in reality we may not have them. So I think it's important for all of us, church leaders, business leaders, whatever we're leading, even when we're leading our families or whatever it might be, that we take time and, and really assess what are our traits and where can we grow and what are the things we can do to uh, to help uh, connect particularly with um, with those that we're leading but then helping those people connect with with others and uh, so yeah and the empathy one too actually the same luncheon uh, we are standing before you get to the empathy one uh, can I interrupt you yeah absolutely of course like somebody who's a really good listener would do a couple of things that I've been hearing from what you've been sharing are issues that kind of circle around trust. Um, do you think that millennials have uh, a general distrust of leadership and so they're looking for qualities and leaders that they feel like they can trust those leaders? Hey, I'm sure it's possible that there, there's a, a skepticism or a, a lack of trust uh, maybe some of the people that have been leading or not so much right in their life have uh, built uh, within them a certain skepticism. But the millennials that I've been able to interact with, uh, you know, over the last, I would say, I don't know, 6 to 12 months, I would say that they don't necessarily lack trust. I think they're open, but that um, trust mm-hmm. is either built or not based on the traits of a leader. And so that's where I think this survey and other surveys like this help us gather research are really critical because it helps us see that millennials are open to people leading in their life. This trust probably will come after there's some kind of relational, you know, connection already in place in which they can assess whether they should trust somebody or not. And I think that's what, you know, makes it interesting because I think so many of the boomers and the older generations that I talk to those who don't have the millennial mindset say to me a lot is uh, well they just you know they're also negative or they don't trust anybody or they're entitled or this that and the other thing Mm -hmm. I I don't spend I don't see that you know what I see in my relationships in my context with millennials is that they're open it's just they're going to make their decision up based on how we behave and we don't often like the decisions they make about us after they've uh, engaged our behavior so I don't know if that makes sense. Is that is that yeah? That makes sense. You were asking. Yeah. It, another thing from the story that you shared about the gentleman, uh, and I don't know uh, um, the age 
um, of the gentleman that you're sharing the story about, but um, do you feel like from his perspective that one of the character traits of leadership is that uh, that vulnerability is an issue uh, for leaders, um, that it's actually a challenge to be, you know, overcome or, um, or skirted around or, uh, or really uh, protected against, and that strength is really the character trait that, that he feels is valuable as a leader? Yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely the case in this particular circumstance and probably in, in many other circumstances. You know, and strength did come up in our research. It just didn't come up into really the top seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this particular case, I think, like this gentleman, like so many of us as leaders in the church or the business world or the nonprofit sector, wherever we happen to be leading, I think so many of us um, are afraid to be vulnerable to our team, whether that's our direct team or employees who uh, might report to somebody else there's a certain fear that we have that this vulnerability that we desire to share but then hold back is not going to reveal the strength that's needed to lead an organization or to lead a movement or uh, to lead a division within a greater whole i and i just have a completely different perspective on that i mean my take on that is that it is the vulnerability that's going to capture the imagination of millennials and really anybody for that matter i think when we can be strong in our vulnerability that that's when we uh, possess the traits that's required to to lead effectively so i would say though how that however that the traditional perspective or viewpoint again generally speaking not for everybody is that the stronger i appear the better leader i am and that's just that's just not the case and hasn't been the experience of myself as a leader in my own life that's that's for certain so I think that's a really good insight that's a that's a really good question to to think around and for leaders to have to come to grips with now before I became a really bad listener and uh, and interrupted you there uh, I did hear you say that you're going to share a story about empathy so what's that story about yeah so same launch in right I'm speaking to a, a group of business leaders nonprofit leaders church leaders and we uh, took a break for uh, for lunch, and I'm standing there in line, and um, this uh, two guys in front of me, these two guys in front of me are having a conversation, and, and I overhear the one say, gosh, I'm really sorry I'm late. I, I tried to get here on time, and uh, but I had a, a issue with my car, and I don't, don't remember the exact issue, but instead I had an issue with my car, and, and uh, it was like as quickly as I'm about to describe it, it basically was like, oh, man, that sucks. Yeah, that happened to me once, too. But were you able to get the spreadsheet done last night? You know, and it was just like in a matter of an instance, you could see the difference between an empathetic leader who's going to stop and say something to the effect of, uh, like, man, I'm really sorry that happened. Is everything okay? Is there anything I can do to, to help? And in its place in this particular circumstance was a quick reaction, um, an indication that those things happened to this person, too, and that there shouldn't be any uniqueness in that since it happens to everybody, and that it sucks, uh, but did you get the spreadsheet done? You know, and these cases are not about millennials or boomers or Xers or anything like that. These cases are about just people uh, being human and treating each other with dignity and respect. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what millennials require the most from leaders, is that we would was treat people with, with fairness and justice and keep the integrity and, and the empathy to truly, you know, to... to take on the feelings of that person to share those feelings with that person and whether that be somebody who uh, reports to me or somebody who is 
is uh, part of the organization or part of the church or whatever it might be that I may not even come into contact with on a daily basis. But I think those are those are some key some key aspects that are definitely um, important for millennials to build that trust that you were speaking about earlier is the empathy, the listening, and, and the integrity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean when it, when we get into this research, it gets really it gets really fun to to uncover it, and it helps me personally even become a better leader. Uh, as I think about how do I lead the millennials that I'm connected to at my church uh, and in the in the arenas and the spheres of influence in which I travel. Thank you, Chris, for giving us insight into millennials and their expectations of leaders. Uh, if you want to continue to engage Chris and or myself on this topic, you can comment below uh, if you're listening to this on the website. Uh, if not, you could email us uh, by uh, using the contact page on thinkburlap.com. And as always, thanks for listening to another episode of the Burlap Podcast. Uh, for continued engagement, follow along on Facebook or Twitter. Next week, we'll be talking about millennials and faith practices. Also next week, we'll be releasing a new resource that will help you engage millennials on the number one spiritual discipline in their lives. I hope that you'll keep checking back to see what that resource is all about. And thanks again for listening to the Burlap Podcast. Mm-hmm.